Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, Truth Seekers. You're listening to Turn It Up, our newest show featured on A Measure of Truth on blogtalkradio.com. Turn It Up is all about independent recording artists of all kinds. R&B, rap, jazz, neo-soul, rock, gospel, or any random genre you can think of. Turn It Up is here to feature and help independent artists to give you the opportunity to be heard on live radio all over the world, to help share your music across the globe and take your talents to the next level by showcasing new music, sharing studio recording tips and tricks to help make your tracks stand out like the pros, and industry information to help you choose the right path and keep you in the game. Every week we bring you new artists, industry insiders, and fresh new tracks you won't be able to hear anywhere else. The truth is, if you're an independent artist trying to make it in the music biz, you need all the help you can get. So stop procrastinating, get your demo together, and get ready to turn it up. If you're listening live on blogtalkradio.com or even the Blog Talk Radio player on my Facebook page, this is your chance to call in live. So give us a call, 347-326-9470. Or if you like, you can tweet your questions or comments at twitter.com slash a measure of truth. And give the last four digits of your phone number, and I'll be sure to punch you in when I see you on the switchboard. Also, if you haven't yet, why don't you look me up on Facebook? I'm the Michael Fordham with a photo of me in studio, and you can always email me your questions and comments at a measure of truth at gmail.com. Look, we've got a great show for you tonight. We'll be right back after this. Define genres and transcending the standard music industry labels, songwriter and singer Janice B. has created her own style, which she calls eclectic soul. Whether it's R&B, jazz, blues, rock, country, or house music, it's soulful. There's a feeling and depth of emotion at the core of all of her songs that everyone can relate to. Janice says music is the one thing that connects us all, and I want to be a part of bringing people together through song and lyrics. Born in Washington, D.C. and growing up in Maryland, Janice B. has been singing and writing since she was a small child. Janice began her professional music career as a co-founder and lead vocalist of the band Intuition. After a fairly successful five-year run, Intuition disbanded, and Janice continued as a songwriter and solo performer. 
a chance meeting on MySpace with producer Maurice of Stinky Face Music and their songwriting work together resulted in Janice being the first singer signed to the Stinky Face label. Currently working on her third CD with Maurice, Janice continues her songwriting journey collaborating with many talented artists. She's working with the international DJ producer Ndinga Gaba in several house music tracks and their song Feeling Fine gained worldwide attention in 2013 when it charted on the top 10 on the track source Soulful House chart. Janice also writes and performs with singer-songwriter Queen Earth and their duo Queen Bee. Outside of her own projects, she continues to help other artists develop their songwriting skills. Janice is on the board of the Baltimore Songwriters Association, is a member of the Songwriters Association of Washington, D.C., and is a voting member of the National Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences, producers of the Grammys. Janice B., welcome to Turn It Up. Thank you, thank you. Good evening. Wow. Yeah, so good to have you. You know, we're starting off 2014 in a big way, and uh, <laughs> it's really, really good to have you on. Um, I had a Thanks chance to check me. out some of your tracks, and... Oh, man, love the voice and just love the music in general. And the, the, your versatility is just really something. I, I really enjoyed it. Well, thank you so much. And say hello to our co-host, the Leo. Hi there. Hello, Miss <laughs> B. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing fine. Good to have you on the show. You ready to get turned up today? I think so, yeah. I'm ready. It's Friday. We're going to have to do the dang thing then. <laughs> All right. So, um, Janet, you have been in the business for a while. And uh, just just give us a brief history of Janice B. and and how you've come up in the industry. Oh, gosh. Okay. (laughs) Well, you did a pretty good explanation there for the intro. That was good. Um, You know, I've been been writing songs for a long time. I didn't really know that's what I was doing when I was young. I've always had a song in my head. So, I thought that, you know, that was something everybody had. I didn't know that was a gift. <laughs> and I didn't really do it officially, um, you know, as a songwriter, where it was, we were actually recording it and singing it until about 2003 when we started the band Intuition. Mm. And from that point, I realized that pretty much any track you give me, any instrumental you give me, I can put lyrics to it and make a song out of it, as well as I, I have songs in my head that have their own melodies. So... I could go both ways with that. So um, once that started happening, it just kind of like doors kept opening, which was great. So every time one closed, a couple more opened, and I just went through them. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I've been pretty fortunate with that. You know, I I try to keep myself open creatively, and I don't want to – there's some people that, you know, they don't, they don't want to work with certain people. They don't want to do their certain styles of music. And fortunately, I, I can write all styles of music, so – Whenever I have the opportunity to work with someone, I usually take it, you know, and you always learn something new from anybody you're working with, whether they're a new songwriter or someone that's been in the industry for a long time. And I think that's kind of helped me gain momentum. And, you know, not that I'm a super successful artist yet or anything, but just the satisfaction of having my music down to be able to continue to do this and continue to put music out and have people that approach me and want to write with me, you know, is a blessing. So... That's kind of where I am now. I'm working on my third CD, my third project, actually, with Maurice, like you said. Um, mm-hmm. I have quite a few house music tracks that are done that we're just waiting for the right time to release because with the house music industry and electronic music, you really have you don't want to be competing against yourself. And right. there's, there's timing, different timing for things. So, I have, like mm-hmm. I said, there's an EP um, coming out with Queen Bee, and that's our first EP together. So that's exciting. That's coming out next month. And we're going to have a free song load down, uh, download this month coming up. Yeah, so yeah, Lots well, of stuff well, tell, <laughs> yeah, tell tell our independent artists out there because you, you know, Intuition had a, a pretty good run. Just tell us yeah. some of the lessons you learned along the way. You're, you're the founder of that group as well, and just tell us how things went. Well, you know, it's difficult when you have a lot of people in a group and they're all creative and they all have their own ideas of what success is. Mm. And I think the first thing, you know, when you're first starting out, I didn't know anything about working with musicians like that, and I wasn't really familiar with that, with how it works. But there are people that consider it a hobby, 
and they don't want to put the time into it or they can't because they have spouses or, you know, significant others that don't want them rehearsing on the weekends or, or you know, <laughs> things like that, where then some of us have this, like, driving passion that we just want to write music and every free moment we have we're doing that. So you really have to de- define what you, what, what you define as success, I guess, or what you define as what you call success because you can't work with people who don't have the same passion. And the the band was great. The band was great it, it, on its best day when we everybody was an awesome musician. We were all on the same page. But you know, one person quit. You got to have to start over. Um, it just it's it's a big hassle with the band. <laughs> it really is. Right. It's right. a it's a whole animal of itself. And uh, when you just want to write music and do your own thing and and you don't understand why all these people don't have the same passion that you do, it's difficult, you know. Mm-hmm. So you're dealing with different personalities, different insecurities, different levels of what, you know, they're willing to put out and put into it. And for me personally, once the band broke up, I was just wanted to get my music down. I really wasn't um, interested in being an artist or being in a band. I just wanted to write. And that's how I started working with Maurice. And then he's the one that was like, you know, I said, well, you know, maybe I'll just do a CD. So I have it down. And he's like, why don't you just sign as an artist? And <laughs> so from that point on, it was like, here I am. But wow. I think you're, I'm, I'm really good at talking away from your question. But if, <laughs> if you're talking to an independent artist, I guess, when they're first starting out, you just need to look inside and decide what you want. Because it's okay to want to be a, a wedding band or a, a weekend thing or whatever. That's okay if that's what you want. But if that's not what you want and everybody in your band wants that, then you need to go somewhere else because you're not going to get what you want staying in that one spot. And tell me, how did you go about So how did you regroup? I mean, you guys disbanded, you know. How, how did you, you know sort of find your new direction and sort of, you know, continue on in music where, you know, some others would fall off and take a break for a while? <laughs> um, you know, I'm I'm not a quitter, first of all. I'll have to say that. I, I just keep going. <laughs> but uh, working with Maurice helped me a lot. He had been doing this for a very long time, and he was a producer. He's a musician. He's an engineer. He does all that, all of that. And I think working with him made me realize that, it doesn't have to be so difficult. You know, it was, it was a, a, a real hassle trying to get people to sit down and write songs with me, and there were different levels of, you know, ability. What Some people can't just sit down and, and play what you're singing. <laughs> it doesn't always happen. And that's how it happened with Maurice. I walked in, I was uh, doing a recording session for somebody else, and I was doing some scratch tracks for ideas for songs, and I had some time left on my studio time I had paid for. And I said, you know, I have this song that I wrote, and I really want to get somebody to put piano to it, but I don't know anybody who can do it yet. So I said, can I just record it as an acapella track? And he said, sure. So I'm in the booth, and I'm singing this acapella song. I didn't know he was playing it outside the booth. And when I came out, he said, sing it again. And I sang it, and he started playing it. <laughs> and he was playing it like exactly how I heard it in my head. And mm. from that point on, we just kind of had that flow and that um, chemistry together, writing music, and he he's able to do that. He can actually pull out of your head what you're thinking and what kind of song you're trying to do. So I just it made me realize that there are people that do this. This is not it doesn't have to be that difficult. You have to open up your heart and and you know get to know people and network and and learn you know meet new musicians things like that. So once I started working with him, I met a whole lot of new people that I I didn't know anybody in the industry at all except for my little band. That's the only musicians I knew. So once I started working with him, I have all of Baltimore, basically, that I've worked with now. So um, it's been a real blessing. It really has. And that's that's where I started. That's how I kind of came into all of it. And, and Leo, did you have something? I think we <laughs> lost him for a second. <laughs> I heard you no, trying to get in earlier. <laughs> what? I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> no, I didn't say anything. Oh, okay, okay. I don't, I don't know. Well, what <laughs> now, um, we have several tracks that we want to feature, so you know now's a good time for one. We've got um, okay. "Watch Me Fly." We've got um, "My Life." And let you go. The new song. We want to probably do that one last. And feeling fine. Okay. So, okay. so what one do you think we should do? 
I think you should start with Watch Me Fly. That is uh, one of the first songs that I released with Maurice, a Sneaky Face. And um, that song, if if my little uh, unknown self had a hit, <laughs> that would be it. Everyone that knows me knows me for that song. And oh, really? that has been the song that people connect with a lot, the lyrics and just the, the feel of the song. So that's kind of what set my image and everything. So I would go with that okay. one. All right, awesome. <laughs> So here it is, Janice B. will Watch Me Fly on Turn It Up on blogtalkradio.com. Wish I could let you into what I'm feeling. Let you know what's going on inside. Show you all the things I'm seeing. You used to make me run and hide. No matter what I say, they won't hear it. me rise above my trouble, keep my eyes looking toward the sky, you can come along and soar with me, or stay alone and watch me fly, watch me fly, yeah, watch me fly.
Oh, yeah. So I'm just coming down off of the mountain over the trees through the clouds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That was nice. I like that. Yeah. Starting off mellow smooth. And, um, you know, that that's great because you have quite a range. I mean, you know, you sing all types of music and um right. Why is that? Just tell us a little bit about why you didn't stick to a genre and uh, you felt that expressing yourself in your music would have to be a lot broader than just a genre. Well, you know, I probably should have stuck to one genre. It's a lot easier <laughs> when you're known for one style of music to get that niche and people know you for that. But I think I'm a songwriter first before mm-hmm. I'm an artist, before I'm a performer, and I think that a good song is a good song. And... um all kinds of music comes to me, and I think that probably comes from growing up. My mother and my grandmother were very musical, and, and my mom really listened to everything. I, we heard, you know, show tunes. We heard Frank Sinatra. We heard the Ink Spots. We heard Roberta Flack. We heard the police. You know, it was just um, old, like, Hollywood movie standards and stuff like that. So I grew up listening to everything, and I – didn't really think that any genre was better than another or that I needed to hook up with one genre. I just, I felt all of those songs. And, and I think the connecting factor is if the lyrics are good, if this, it's a well-created um, song, <laughs> that it inspires people, it reaches people, it touches them. And that's what I want to do. So regardless of what the genre is, I just want the message in the song to be important. The lyrics are important to me. The way the song is delivered, the flow, the music with the lyrics, all of that stuff's important. And I don't ever write something that I don't like or doesn't mean something to me because it's just, I mean, if somebody, you know, wanted to pay me to help them write something, I would certainly do that. But the things that I write on my own for myself always have soulful lyrics, always have a meaningful lyric. And that's why I I chose Eclectic Soul as my genre because that's Mm -hmm. really the connecting fiber in everything is that the lyrics are meaningful and soulful. So I think that's kind of why I just, I, I, don't have a favorite music. I just like everything that's a good song. So, wow, that's great. And um, <laughs> you know, now that you're a solo artist, tell us how is that different than actually being with a band? Are you outperforming yet, or are you still working your way up to that point? I've been out. Um, I don't perform a lot right now. I have a five-year-old. I have a lot of things going on. I do features here and there, and um, we, we've done quite a few really good shows here in Baltimore. I'm focusing more on the songwriting at the moment. Um, I do have a couple of shows coming up, but I really, right now, I'm focusing more on the, the songwriting and things like that. I, with the band, we did covers, so we would, you know, do it bars and events and things like that. So it's a little bit different being in a band that's a cover oh, I band. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we also had, we would do like maybe three originals in the whole set. I would end up singing mm-hmm. about maybe 30 songs, and three of them are originals. So. You know, people want to hear what they hear on the radio when you're doing a party or something like that. But um, I prefer doing my own stuff. So I'll I'll do small features here and there and maybe do, you know, a couple of my songs and one or two covers. But, yeah, I think as a solo artist, I, I definitely have more freedom. I can, I don't, you know, I'm not, it's not a gig where I'm entertaining in a party or something like that. So I have the freedom to perform what I want to perform. And I, I definitely like that better. I like the more intimate audience. I like we do some open mics here and there. We'll be a feature act at an open mic, and I like the you get the response from people more when you're when you're dealing with lyrics. I think when they can really hear what you're saying, and it's an intimate crowd. All right. I think next up we're gonna um, feature my life. Tell us a little okay. bit about that and your collaboration. Okay. Well, my life is was from my uh, full length CD that was released in 2011. It's a title track. And it's actually kind of a spinoff of Watch Me Fly. It's uh, it it features Amishandra, who's a pretty popular vocalist here in um, Baltimore, and she's doing the background vocals on that. But um, it's really the album My Life was kind of a journey for me from uh, singing with my grandmother when I was little. She used to play piano, and I would stand there and sing. And actually, the CD starts out like that. Mm-hmm. To um, me being a mom now and be my own artist so that whole cd is that journey and this song is about that it's just about taking control of your life and you're responsible for your happiness and your success and that's what the song's about and it it, this song has been pretty popular it's it's probably one of the shortest songs i've ever done (laughs) it's really a fast song but um it's like the opposite of watch me fly but it's definitely the same message 
and definitely the next step from, you know, gaining your independence and then taking off with it, basically. So that's that's what it's about. All right, here we are. Janice B. with My Life. There's a light fills me up inside, shining through my eyes, guiding me toward my dreams. I will try to put the past aside, let go of my pride, and walk the path that's calling me. If I don't find a way to make a change, at the end of the day, there's only me to blame. This my life, and I will fly. He's the lesson, keep the blessing, leave the rest behind. It's my dream, and I design where the journey's gonna take me in my time. This my life. Keeping it on a positive note, Janice B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, when I heard this song, I kept saying, I've heard this before, right? <laughs> it, it was just one of those tracks, you know? It just sounds that way, you know? Something that, you know, you feel so comfortable with and it, it just has a vibe and you're like, yeah, yeah, I know that song, right? That's a good thing. That's a good thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, um, you have been um, collaborating with a number of people, and you've been using social media as well. And, um, yeah. you know, the world has changed quite a bit since you started in the business. So tell us a little bit about that and um, how um, that's impacted, you know, being able to do the things you do. Well, yeah, definitely. It's made a huge difference. When I first started out in the band, it was basically MySpace. That was what everybody had. And MySpace mm-hmm. was a great um, a tool for musicians because you could have a page and you could go right to that page and your music would play and, you know, you didn't have to be present because <laughs> it's like a page right, for you. Right. Then Facebook came along and Facebook, you got to be there. They want to talk to you and send you <laughs> stuff and poke you and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and it, it was quite a, it took a while to get used to all that, but it's right. definitely a great tool. And um, the only thing I will tell independent artists out there is it's, it's nice to have a Facebook, you know, fan base. It's nice to have your own page and all that kind of stuff, but you can't rely on these sites that you're not paying for to be here forever. So don't mm-hmm. base your whole fan base on a page that you don't own. That's that's mm-hmm. a very bad thing to do. <laughs> you always mm-hmm. want to have your own website, and you always want to have your own home base where people can sign up for a mailing list and come and find out things about you outside of Facebook and Twitter and all these other, you know, Google, and all, all this other stuff that's going on now. There's always something new that's coming along, and the thing that you're, you know, have all of your pictures in and all of your fans' addresses in there, that might be gone tomorrow. So you definitely want to have your own home base that you own, that you pay for. Um, 
no matter what, that's definitely important. But it's definitely helped me reach a lot of people. It's definitely helped with networking. I met Maurice through um, MySpace, my producer, and it was mm-hmm. totally by accident because he approached us on our band page um, to do sound for the band. And that's how we started talking. I knew he was an engineer, and I needed to record some tracks for someone, and I didn't know anybody outside of my band that could do that. And that's how I met him, and that's how we started working together. So, you know, you never really know how you're going to meet people that are going to take you to the next level, but you definitely want to be involved in all of that and be a part of it and stay active with it. And with Facebook, you know, it's a little bit different because people really, they want, there are people that want to know you on a personal level. Mm-hmm. that are also your fans and sometimes that's not a good thing <laughs> right it's hard and it's hard when you're an independent artist and you're a singer-songwriter and you're out there like i said doing the intimate gigs where people are really getting into your music and they support you but there is a line you know there's a line where this is my family and my private time and i can't respond to your every message you send me and things like that so there are there's there is a reason why people have someone handling that for them and <laughs> Once you can do that, it's great, but you have to know how to draw the line as well. It's very difficult, especially when people are writing you and telling you that your song has changed them or helped them get through something. You know, you don't want to ignore them, so you just got to be careful. You know, it's difficult. We generally do this a little later in the show, but you might as well go ahead and plug your page now. (laughs) My personal page? Yeah, my personal yeah. website is www.janisbmusic, one whole word, dot com. Okay, you can find awesome. everything about me there, pretty much, right. <laughs> within can, reason. Can they, can they purchase some of your music there as well? They can. The, um, there's a music store on there. You can purchase uh, the new single that is out now You can um, as a download. You can also purchase my first EP as a download, and you can get the second um, album, my life as a hard copy or as a download from that awesome. website. Yes. Yep. Right. And you know, you recently um, uh, did a photo shoot. I mean, and you got a great <laughs> website and uh, man, great photos. And I mean, we, I posted a few on Facebook, but okay. um, <laughs> and, and I tell you, Jazzy Photos, one of my favorite photographers who've been connected on Facebook for a while. I haven't met him. Haven't met They're them. They're amazing. Uh, they are yeah, amazing. Yeah. They have some incredible photos. I mean, yeah. and um, I mean, your, your photos really ought to say something, and they really ought to say something about you, and they accomplish that very well. Tell us a little bit about you working with them as well. Well, Aisha Butler, she's the, um, one of the photographers there, and she I've worked with her since the very beginning. She is friends with um, Maurice, the stinky face. And mm-hmm. um, I being with the label, we automatically worked with her for our CD cover, my first EP cover, and um, she's very good at capturing what the feeling you're trying to put out, whatever the image is that you're trying to put out. She can capture that with her photography, with the lighting. She's very, very good about that, and she's also very good about getting you relaxed and be able to portray that as well. So, you know, you can talk about, I want to do this, I want to wear that, but once you get there, if you're not a model, it's like sometimes you need a little help with that. But she's she's just the most awesome person in general, and she's also a great photographer. But, um, yeah, she's done all of my CD covers since then and she's done a couple other photo shoots for us we had a a benefit concert last year with uh, queen earth and brooks long and the mad dog no good which is an awesome local band and we did a benefit concert called have mercy and we did uh, promotional shots and she donated her time for that cause and she did all the flyer pictures and everything she's just really great and she just did my last um crazy uh black leather scorpio shoot (laughs) 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 well i let you know what it is is that people really connect with your picture and i had the my life i wanted to kind of do something vintage because it was dedicated to my grandmother and i Mm. did the old hollywood look and it was great i mean she did a wonderful job with the photos and everyone loves those photos but everyone, when they, if you don't know me and you look at the pictures, you think I sing like like jazz standards or something. <laughs> they see it, they think I'm going to be like laying on a piano singing or whatever. <laughs> and then they hear these songs that are like rock and country. It's like, hey, what's going on? So I kind of like to mix it up with my image and change things up every now and then. So yeah, wow, that's great. And um, yeah. before we run out of time, we want to do- go ahead and play another track. So next up, we've got Feeling yeah. Fine. So tell us a little okay. bit about that, and we'll go right into it. 
Wow, this was a lot of fun doing this song. I um, had never written a house track before, a dance track, and I met Dingagaba, who is here in Baltimore, but he's from South Africa, and he's pretty popular internationally as a house music DJ and producer. And I had he had sent me some tracks. He saw uh, me singing on Facebook on something and wanted to work with me, and he sent me some tracks, and Feeling Fine was one of them, and I wrote Feeling Fine to that track, and he liked it. And we uh, recorded it and released it last year in time for the Winter Music Conference, which is a huge uh, house music electronic conference in Miami every year. And that it came out right um, at that time as a part of the label Quantize's uh, Miami Sampler. And it really took off. And it's, it's funny with house music because you cannot know who I am here. But they know who I am in South Africa. <laughs> but yeah. they know who I am in Italy. You know, it's it's odd. It's just funny how that works. But they play. I just found out they play that song on the radio in Botswana, <laughs> on wow. the radio. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. And they were playing it at some of the parties when he was touring in Italy. They were singing it back to them. They knew the song. And I'm like, that's insane to me. But uh, yeah, this song, uh, the music just really spoke to me. It. I would listen to it every day on my commute to work to write. Um, lyrics to it and the lyrics were so uplifting it just made me feel good and i just wrote the lyrics around that and i think everybody connects with that again that's the bottom line is that the lyrics are everybody gets something from that and it's it lifts them up and gives them some hope so that's what it's about all right so here we are <laughs> feeling fine with dingagaba on blogtalkradios.com turn it up
All right, Leo, you can sit down now. <laughs> yeah, how did you know I was steady? You know me too well. Janet had me feeling fine. I don't know about y'all. I was feeling fine. I was fine the whole time. That, that's the only time you put on first thing in the morning. When you, right, before, right when you jump in the shower. Right, right. That's, that's when what I track... wrote it. See, that's, that's why. I wrote it in the morning when I was driving to work. That's that's where yeah. I wrote it. Yeah, I was vibing with you. I was vibing. <laughs> Oh, that was awesome. And um, you know, you know, we we're like 15 minutes or so left in the show and uh we got one more track to play, but one of the things, man, you you know we have to talk about this. Um a voting member of the National Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences, producers of the Grammys? What? Wow. Well, that's not the I one you I want to I mean. do that. <laughs> Now, see, that's one thing I didn't know when I was starting out is that, you know, artists vote for the Grammys. It's not like a panel of uh, mystery people. If, if you're a recording artist, if you have, I believe it's 12, they call them credits. I think it's 12. I don't know if it's changed or not, which means if you have recorded an album with 12 tracks, if you've written 12 songs, if you've sung backup on 12 songs, if you played guitar on 12 songs, if you have 12 credits that are musical, whether you produce them or whatever, that they have, a, you know, a tracking number for that they can verify, you are qualified to be a voting member of the Grammys. And wow. you can do that. And you can submit your music for Grammy consideration, and it's quite a process. It's a very uh, involved process. But, yes, you can definitely be a member, and I am. I've been for about two years now, I think. Okay. Yep. Well, I know it's a, it's a process, but the Leo will do it, right? You'll do that, right? <laughs> oh, oh, definitely. <laughs> Go for it. Wow. wow. So I'm feeling fine. <laughs> okay. And are, are you also invited to the Grammys as well because of that? You are. You have you have to pay to go, of course, but if you're right, nominated, right. you you're, you of course go. Um mm-hmm. yeah, but we all have the ticket. We can get tickets to go. We can um they have events mm-hmm. locally. There's a Washington DC chapter which I belong to. That, mm-hmm. You know, it's the whole DMV area. Every uh, city basically has a chapter. And, um, yeah, you can go to all the events. They have networking events. They have uh, training events. They have workshops. They have a lot of things. They do a lot of adv- advocacy for um, a lot of the Internet radio uh, stations don't want to pay taxes for the artists so they get credit for the music, and they go on Capitol Hill for that, you know, to lobby mm-hmm. for that. So there's a lot of things involved with it. It's, it's a great organization to belong to, definitely, even if you don't submit music for Grammy considerations, but it's definitely, I've learned a lot about submitting music for Grammy nomination, and I put, a, <laughs> I put the album My Life up for, and I put it under alternative, because there's really, this is where it, it's a problem when you have no genre, is yeah. that they, they want to label you, and I don't have a label, so I put alternative, and they put me in pop. <laughs> oh, man. Which is, which is kind of the kiss of death against Justin Bieber and all those right, people. Right. But it you do learn a lot about how other people view what you do and, and what the labels mean to them. So, you know, uh-huh. whether that's good or bad, that's the way it is. Really? Wow. You know, they they wouldn't go with eclectic soul. <laughs> they don't have that one for some reason. They need that category. That's what they yeah. need. Oh wow. That's awesome. <laughs> well, you know, um, you know, it's been great having you on. I can see now that I'd love to have you back again as you progress and do some more. And sure. um, th- this next track, um, this is the one which is your newest single. And uh, you just recently um, completed this and released it. Well, you released it just the, uh, a couple of days ago, right? I did. That's right. Awesome. Tell us and a little bit about the, this one. Let you go. That's what right. did you just say? <laughs> this is hot and fresh out the kitchen. That's right. It's still steaming. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, this one sounds like a transitional song. Let you go? Is something going on? <laughs> <laughs> I never write songs that are real literal. Like, I, whenever I write, like, a love song, there's always some complication going on with it. So this one, um, this is about basically two people who were kind of, I guess, like, first love and really haven't let go of that, even though mm-hmm. they're involved with other people. 
And I brought in my friend uh, David Ross, who is a local um, poet and MC, and I guess you could say spoken word artist. He has his own projects out. He also is half of the Fifth L, which is a pretty popular group in Baltimore. And he just has a really good style. He can really get that um, angst out and get <laughs> get the emotion into it that I wanted. So. Um, I, I love his verse on it. He does this, the spoken verse. But I like to mix the genres. I like to mix spoken word and music and vocals and just different styles. You know, I think it's fun. So, yeah, I hope, awesome. I hope everybody likes right. it. <laughs> All right, let's check it out before we run out of time. So here okay. it is. Let you go. <laughs> Janice B. Just like every time, the finds the peace. Why can't we do what's right and leave the past behind after all these years? But here's the moment when you're holding me. Oh, okay. But he's very, very versatile. I yeah. see that. 
I'm always bragging yeah. on my co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad we can't see his dance moves. In, over there. I know. I know. Right? I haven't even seen oh, that I, yet. And I'm grooming, too. I might have to Skype y'all one day and just, just start grooving <laughs> just for no reason. Y'all be at yeah. work. Lamont, stop calling me. Just mm-hmm, getting it in. Oh, Lord. If we do these interviews via Skype, we're going to be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm working on that. You know, I'm going to add oh, that. Oh, my then. God. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have some view- some YouTube videos of the shows um, up and coming. We're going to have a lot of changes this year for uh, Turn It Up, and um, just looking forward to a lot of things. And we'll we'll tell you about some of them that are coming up, and then others we'll just surprise you with. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to get Queen B on the show. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, and uh, you know, talented people know talented people. So it's always a safe bet. <laughs> yeah, uh, Queen Earth and I started working together. She played guitar for me, and I would sing backup for her, and she did some session oh. work in the studio with Maurice, and um, we decided to start performing together. So mm. we started writing songs together, and this is our first EP that's coming out next month. So nice. look okay. for that. I'll let you know about that. But uh, she's in San Jose right now. She's from Baltimore, but she's in San Jose living right now. So she's listening. She's been texting me during the show, trying to make oh. me laugh. <laughs> 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 Oh, yeah, they're trying to get you. in your head. See how they do me? <laughs> All right. Shout out to Queen V. <laughs> oh, man. That's something. And, um, you know, we uh, want to give a shout out also to Ben Scott Harvey, one of my oldest friends oh, in my the God. world, for, for hooking us up. <laughs> you gave his whole name, too. Yeah, yeah, that's how I know him. That's how it was in my phone. And you called him old. In front of the world. No, I said one of my oldest friends. <laughs> See? That's right. Yeah, Thanks old. for making the connection, Ben. Thanks, Hi, Ben. Bro. <laughs> I haven't seen Ben for a minute, but uh, we go way back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think yep. I, I met Ben when I was a teenager. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That was like 10 years ago, right? Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the fine. Nobody's I went to high school with Ben, so... Uh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we go way back. <laughs> okay. now, now I'm really impressed with the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Ben uh, doesn't have any pictures of me from high school. That would be really bad. Oh, Let's my. go ask him. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because he just told me he has a picture of me from way back in the day that he wants to give me next time he sees me. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, that we'll that don't sound good. I know, maybe, man. At least he, maybe he'll post it on Facebook. No, he wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> he, he would yeah, you might want to keep everything between point. y'all very co-static right by now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Well, anyway, um, we are just about at the end of the show, and uh, I want to thank you, really, Janice B., for, um, you know, Coming on to the show, we really enjoyed you. Um, we you. we look forward to a great career for you, and um, Thank you. you know um, we just hope that uh, you know you'll continue on your path and, and making the music that makes you and others happy, and um, right. you know staying true to your art, you know, and, and that's really Absolutely. what it's all about. Well, I, you know, I've, I have on my website on the intro page that I always have a song flowing through me, so it's never. There's never a writer's block. I'm never stopping. I guess as long until the songs stop coming out of me, I'll stop writing. But you know, I'll just keep writing until then. <laughs> and <this is> what, <laughs> I've I've learned how to do that now and to put emotions into songs. So it's definitely you know a lifesaver for those of us who are creative and need to express ourselves. And that's what what I do. So. <laughs> right. well, well, thank you again. Thank you. Look forward to hearing from you again, and if you're ever performing, please let us know ahead of time. We'll love to promote and possibly come out to um, support you in person as well. Absolutely. Queen Bee will be, I know for certain, uh, Queen Earth and I will be as Queen Bee on uh, February 20th at Peace and a Cup of Joe, which is a coffee shop in Baltimore on Pratt Street for Acoustic mm-hmm. Thursdays. It's February okay. 20th. Yep. So we'll be out there doing a couple songs. Probably Watch Me Fly <laughs> and our new songs. Okay. Very come good. Come on if you can. And we'll and, uh, and I want to do the remix with Queen V for feeling fine. All it's right, come on. It's <laughs> wonderful. And that's going to be coming out on iTunes next month. Y'all going to have to look out. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, my goodness. All right, go. y'all. Well, have a wonderful we'll weekend. Time. All Bye right. You okay. Thank you again. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Well, we just come to the end of another great show. I'm Michael Fordham, and you've been listening to Turn It Up on blogtalkradio.com. And special thanks to our producer, Donna Hardiman. And again, shout out to my oldest friend, Ben Harvey, for making the connection. I'm Michael Fordham, and you've been listening to Turn It Up on blogtalkradio.com. But before you go, here's a little something to take with you. Ask God for wisdom daily, but know that your lesson can come from anybody or any situation, good or bad, friend or foe. Watch your thoughts. They become words. And watch your words. They act. And watch your actions. They become habits. And watch your habits. They become your character. And watch your character. It becomes your destiny. Until we meet again, take care of what becomes of you.